What is your why? What is your why? You know, it's pick out something that is easy to pick your why. You know, like for me, why do I love to hunt whitetails so much? I mean, if you really want to get me wound up and going, it would it would definitely be hunting whitetails. And and I've hunted a lot of things. I really like hunting hogs. I really like you know the elk woods was fun and blacktails was fun. You know, ducks and geese were fun. You know, the waterfowl, the upland birds, all all those kinds of. Uh, I, I like fishing, you know, I like homesteading, all those things. But when it comes to whitetails, that is uh, the part of the conversation where I will set my beer down, cross my arms, and listen very intently. It's pretty amazing how it just, just the thought of a whitetail in the whitetail woods flips a switch, you know, and, and you ask, you may be asking why. Does he like to do that? Well, it's hard to explain, but in short, it brings life to me. Totally passionate about it. Bringing life to me. Something I absolutely love. The, the, the success, the failure, the heartbreak, the totally getting bamboozled by that Whitetail, whether it be a doe or a buck or anything in between, it's uh, oh my goodness, totally just wow. It's the creation of that animal and the passion I have for chasing it, and I don't even need to shoot one to have like the world's greatest whitetail hunt. Like when I've totally been uh, served by the big buck. Sometimes it just keeps me chomping for more, if that makes any sense. Like, okay, I, didn't, I did not succeed this time, but next time I will do this, this, and this different, and it'll all go better. Well, then I get out there next time and I do those things differently, and they show me who is the boss. And it's awesome, I love it. And then when I do have success, the I just feel great. <laughs> How can I? I mean, that's the stupidest thing to say ever, but I mean, I just feel really good about having success in the Whitetail Woods. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. This is where we talk about your why and what. It, it doesn't have to be about whitetails. It doesn't have to be about homesteading. But why are you doing the things that you are doing today? You know? Right now, I'm uh, driving a car from one place to another place to go work. And uh, the reason I work is because, uh, well, first of all, you know, you need money to spend on stuff and uh, supporting a family is probably the most important thing. Uh, Our homestead, you know, and all that stuff and, and fueling the things that you are passionate about. You know, nobody likes to stop at the gas station and fill their gas tank up these days. But you have to stop at the gas station or power up your car if you have an electric one. You have to get fuel 
in order to get you where you want to go. And sometimes your job is a fuel for your passions in life and living. Or your it's a means of accomplishment and a means of fuel for fueling your life. You know what I mean? Even though, I mean, you don't spend all day doing it every day. Some people do, you know. Like, you know, when we remodel stuff on the homestead and stuff like that, you know, it's, it's fueling our goals. I don't like doing carpentry work, and everybody knows that. But why am I doing it? Because we're fueling our future. We're fueling our goals. But anyway, today, sitting there batting around the ideas of buying some chicks. Now, I myself, this year, do not plan on purchasing chicks other than meat birds. I do not plan on buying any egg layers, but I do plan on buying turkeys and meat birds. So we're looking forward to that. But those of you who uh, may not be the kind of people that want to buy meat birds or turkeys of any sort and you want to buy egg layers. The thing that's amazing about chickens and when purchasing birds is you can really clearly define what you want and what your goals are and then find out why you want them. Some people want dual purpose birds. You know, like a Bard Rock or a Buff Orpington or a Delaware, for instance. You know, these are just a few breeds that I'm familiar with as dual-purpose breeds. And they want eggs and they want meat. You know, knock off a few of the roosters, you got meat. Uh, have some hens, you'll get eggs for a whole year. Dang good egg layers. And dang good meat birds. You know, they taste fine and they lay a few eggs, you know, dual purpose. They're not rock stars in either category, but they, they shine as the diverse bird, you know? And some people want uh, layers that are going to hammer out the eggs, you know? So in that case, you'd be getting like, uh, if you wanted certain colors in your box, you'd get like an Americana. They hammer out eggs. They just plain lay eggs for the first couple years, and that's what they do. Same goes with like a, um, if you wanted white eggs, you'd get yourself a white leghorn. Or if you wanted brown eggs, you'd get like an ISA brown or a um, Rhode Island red, you know. Something in the almost 300 eggs a year category, you know, you'd get a few of those. Um, and diversify, diversify your egg carton. Some people only want white eggs. Some people only want brown eggs. And some people only want green eggs or, or bluish eggs, whatever you call them. And, you know, these olive eggers, and them, they, there's definitely some heavy hitters in each egg color category. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of the eggs we get in the store, you know, are from white leghorns, you know, and white leghorns, they crank out eggs. That's just what they do for the first couple years, and then they off the birds, you know, and I don't know, they probably make them into chicken noodle soup, I have no idea. But uh, when, when you're ordering your chicks, I mean, you can decide exactly what you want. And some people just want pets. Those of you who want chickens as pets, 
God bless you. There's all kinds of really good chickens out there um, that do actually lay quite a few eggs so you can get a little food. And they make great pets too. You know, we, we used to have a, um, a blue coochin, which is not known to really lay a whole lot of eggs. Big, fluffy, feather-footed bird, you know, and, and they're pretty, they're actually pretty large, you know, but the, the feathers make them look bigger than they really are. And they're tall and, and, they're, and they're very docile, um, friendly birds, you know. And we used to have one, but the first summer we had that bird, my heavens, did it lay eggs. You know, it laid like a, almost a perfect circle, circular egg. And it wasn't a very big one, but uh, it laid a ton of eggs that first year. Which, um, you know, and we basically just got the blue, blue coochin just to look at, you know, because it's such a beautiful bird. And, uh, you know, that they would make a wonderful pet. You know, and it did. It actually produced a heck of a lot of eggs in the first year. You know, so when you're when you're ordering your chicks, just find out what your priorities are and look in the catalog. You can you can look online or in the catalog. Some people would rather flip through their phone, and some people would rather have a paper catalog in front of them. I'm more your paper catalog guy. And actually, these days they won't mail one to you. You actually have to order it online the paper catalog so either way I mean it's a good idea to, to order a paper catalog um, or if you like looking on the phone whatever whatever works for you but um, I myself you know when I go to order chicks we look at our priorities and we look at what we want because we do we like having pet chickens on the farm um, like my daughter has Miss Delaware, and in our current hatch that we just had here about seven weeks ago, um, there is a Delaware chicken there, and I and we do believe that our our Buff Orpington rooster, his name is Captain Stud Muffin. We think he bred Miss Delaware, who is our Delaware hen, and it looks like it's going to be a Delaware in our flock, and my daughter is completely happy about that. I mean, Delaware is her girl. Do not F with Delaware because you will make my daughter cry if you do. And uh, Delaware is kind of a dual purpose bird. It lays a few eggs, a uh, great meat bird, uh, bigger, a little bit bigger, larger chicken. Um, and they, uh, you know, they're very docile and friendly. So, my daughter's pretty happy that this chick is starting to, it, when it was born, it was, it was pretty much a yellow chick. You know what I mean? Kind of a off-colored. It looks like it has a little bit of blonde to it, kind of that buff color to it. So, we're happy to see that this one might be a Delaware. And, you know, it, she's probably going to name it, and it's just going to be a real neat, neat bird to have around. And a few of these birds that, that we hatched out that are barnyard mix, you know, you can kind of tell what they are. But uh, that has nothing to do with chick ordering. That has everything to do with what I hatched out. But these, when, you're, when you get your catalog and when you do this, you know, write it down. Decide how many you want and then how many you want of each. You know, and even on the meat bird spectrum, 
decide how many you want and how many you want of each, and then do a few extra. When you do meat birds, I don't know why this is, but you should always do a few extra. You know, half a dozen or whatever, you know. It's just a good idea. Uh, you may have a few die in transit, and meat birds tend to die more often than egg layers. Egg layers are just kind of a health, more healthy, genetically sound, flighty bird. And these meat birds, you know, you can have a few that just die of heart failure or issues, especially Cornish cross. Uh, Freedom Rangers, you know, as they grow, I found out that raising Freedom Rangers and letting them grow and not butchering them, uh, there's no future in me doing that. At least I don't want to do it. Um, there might be a future in it for you, but it's something I don't want to do. Um, it's just a bird that I, I like raising them as meat birds, and that's it. You know, and as long as we have the hatchery down there, uh, you know, that we can mail, get them mail ordered from the hatchery, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, Cornish cross, same thing, you know, I mean, just pick a number that you want and order a few extra, you know, half a dozen or whatever. They're only, uh, you know, <laughs> they're only a buck fifty a piece, or, you know, two bucks a piece, you know, so might as well just order them, you know, another 12 bucks. Doesn't hurt, a, doesn't hurt a person. And uh, feed, as far as feed goes, you know, when you order your chicks, it's always good to have a bag of feed there when they get there, so make sure you have your brooder set up uh, before they show up in the mail. Also to have your feed, have your feed ready, and your water ready. Because as soon as they come out of the mail, or come out of the feed store for that matter, you, they want to be in there in a good environment. And as, the sooner you can get them in a good environment, uh, the better, you know? So you just gotta have your shit together. I mean, like a lot of people, when they get chicks from the feed store, I've noticed that they're buying the stuff at the time, and that's perfectly fine too. Um, you know, they get her all set up, they buy a stock tank, they buy their, their lamp, you know, they get a few bulbs, they get, you know, their shavings, they get their uh, feed, uh, they might get like an electrolyte supplement, uh, so the, the chicks have a little bit of a booster uh, that they can drink in that water when they first get there. Um, definitely not a bad idea either way. Um, just making sure you got all the stuff that you need for when the chicks get there. Uh, I had a buddy here a few weeks ago, great dude. Um, he ordered a bunch of pheasants and the pheasants came early. And he definitely did not have his shit together at all. You know, he's a real busy guy. Um, so he was, not, he was not able to track the order in the mail. And <laughs> they got there. He had to end up feeding these birds layer crumble for like a week. Um, he was not able to feed them game bird feed. But really, when you think about it, pheasants in the wild, do they get the high-protein game bird feed in the wild? No, they do not. So... You know, the layer crumble, you know, if they need more protein, they'll just eat more, you know. So he ended up doing that, and he, he ended up uh, getting a brooder set up and everything. And he ended up getting game bird feed here in the, in the last week or whatever. And, you know, the birds are doing fine, you know. I mean, sometimes you're just not going to be able to do everything perfectly. And that's just the way it is. But you know what? You always try. 
So who can give a person uh, a crack of the whip for trying anyway? But, um, you know, sometimes shit just hits the fan. You got to feed them something else, you know. And the store's not open when they get there. So you got to do what you got to do. Um, you can always take egg layer feed too. You know, I feed pellets, but you can always run it through the grinder if your chicks come early or whatever. So just look into that. Know what you can do, know what you can get away with. And um, yeah, healthy, happy chicks. That's what we're all about here. Uh, I've been wanting to put my chicks out in the pen for a long time now. Uh, my wife keeps pumping the brakes on it because she thinks this house project is way more important, which it is, I guess. But, um, you know, I, you know, they're seven weeks old. They're, they got to go out. And I'm sick of taking care of them in the pig stall or the, the brooder stall. And I just want them outside. They got to start getting used to outside, you know. So this coming weekend, come hell or high water, I'm moving these little, or even in the evening this week, I can do that probably. I'm going to move them outside. And that's just all there is to it. I need to roll a fence, you know. But anyway, that's just how we're going to do it. And when you order your chicks, you know, you do you. What's the goal? What is the why? And then figure that out from there, you know. Um, if, you, if you don't know if you want to use them for meat or eggs or pets, get some dual purpose or get a few of each. You know, I would not, however, get a straight meat bird and mix it in with laying hens. Uh, as far as chicks go. Um, they just don't do well together when uh, in the brooder. So keep that in mind when you do that. I mean, you can, and it has worked out for some people, but usually it just doesn't work out. Anyway, keep that in mind as you're ordering your chicks, and, you know, can't wait to see what you get. And uh, if you want to connect, ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Uh, I pretty much tore myself out of Instagram. I did not delete the account, but I haven't been using the account. So if you're trying to get a hold of me on Instagram, that's why. And, uh, well, I guess I really don't care. Uh, whatever works. So anyway, God bless you. Thank you for listening today. And, uh, yeah, what is your why in everything you do? Anyway, have a good one.